0: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Padan Wongchuk Bhutia connecting to you from Gangtok, Sikkim. I'm a pract- practicing cardiologist, interventional cardiologist, and uh, today I'm going to discuss one important case to you, to you all, which is uh, very common in our daily basis. So, this patient is a 52 year old female, Martina, who is a very nice and wonderful woman, and she was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes nine months ago. In addition to that, she also has hypothyroidism and nine months ago she was prescribed metformin of one gram twice daily and levothyroxine of 100 microgram once daily so with this she was very uh, robust with her lifestyle modifications and she used to exercise about five to six times a week and in the initial first three months she lost around six kg and then subsequently she lost another five pounds and this time she had presented to us with her lab reports and we, can, we saw that her HP1C had decreased from 8.1 to 7.8. Her current EG, EGFR is around 88, and her LDL cholesterol is 80, HDL cholesterol of 34, triglycerides 150, TSH of 1.7, and EST of 33. Currently, her BMI is still above 30, and her blood pressure is 120, over 70 millimeter mercury. Our heart rate is around 85. So this is a very, very common scenario in our day-to-day practice where we find patients who have received the initial treatment and and despite of that, uh, they are still above in their HP1C goal. And uh, it is very important to highlight here that it is very intensification of treatment should be done on time because we have to achieve all the glycemic goals very early. And uh, there is this thing called glycemic memory, which is very important that if we control the blood sugar very early in their disease course, we tend to give them the benefit over the period of time and over the lifetime. And so in also this, there's guidelines by the American Diabetes Association where we where they have said that if the initial hb one c is more than uh, seven point five. Then there should, then the goal should be to bring the hb one c below six point five. And, and our patient who has, although followed all our lifestyle modifications, she has changed her diet. She is exercising five to six times a week. There is some inertia regarding her treatment. We can see that she has been given only metformin of one gram twice daily. Now this is a time that we have to think seriously about reducing their, reducing her cardiovascular risk in future. So we have to offer something which which is going to give her benefits in the long term, especially in the cardiovascular scenario. And so and so that combination treatment is very, very essential in type 2 diabetes because when we combine treatment, we are targeting different metabolic defects and also the fact that diabetes is a very progressive disease. Although it progresses at different rates in different individuals, we have to ensure that we are introducing some uh, disease-modifying drugs in their uh, early course of the disease. And also because uh, single drugs are sometimes having a very limited efficacy and also combination therapy can potentially preserve beta cells and also give a durable response compared to monotherapy. There has been a trial, which is the ADOPT trial, where we have found that when we give monotherapy in patients their discontinuation rate is quite high in an, in the adopt trial we, we have seen that 15% of patients on rosiglitazone 25 21% with metformin and 34% with the uh, sulfonylurea they tend to discontinue their therapy and uh, although we have seen that this patient did continue all her medications and did she did not fail in her treating her disease so it is particularly this clinical inertia in with the clinician because of uh, the fear of hypoglycemia or weight gain, this has led to poorly, control, poorly controlled glycemia. There has also been a recent retrospective cohort study where they have shown that in patients who are having HV1C of more than 7, it took around 3 years to intensify the treatment from 1 to 2 oral antidiabetic agents. And we all know that early glycemic control leads to better outcomes, including a reduction in long-term Macrovascular or microvascular complications. So, for patients with inadequate glycemic control on metformin, addition of the single pill might be considered to establish optimum glycemic control while reducing pill burden and avoiding clinical inertia in intensifying therapy. So, when metformin is not suitable, we have an option. We have an option. One such option is the empaclifrosine and Linacliptin combination, which can be an uh, alternative first-line therapy, particularly in patients with uh, one point with HV1C, which, ha- which they have not received. And also, according to the 2020 ADA guidelines, they have uh, said that control of glycemia and re- cardiovascular risk factor management is very, very important. So we have come a long way from producing, from making and marketing drugs in, diabetes, in the arena of diabetes. Initially, the target was only on reducing the numbers. and uh, But now we are making drugs which are actually benefiting the cardiovascular system and reducing the future A C V D events. So there is a clinical evidence, recent clinical evidence, when, that the combination of SGLT2 and TP-PRO inhibition is an effective option for management of type 2 diabetes. And as we all know that this combination uh, combination can help the patient not only achieve the hv one c goal, but also achieve other goals like uh, blood pressure, and weight gain. In another, in another uh, phase three randomized trial, there has been a uh, investigating efficacy of sa- safety of empagliflozin and linagliptin. There was a better tolerability object uh, observed in subjects who were receiving the combination compared to those who were receiving empagliflozin alone, and there was no uh, difference in the in terms of uh, serious adverse adverse events like hypoglycemia and genital infection. So this implies that empagliflozin and linagliptin combination can be a substitute or as an add-on therapy to metformin to provide additional glycemic efficacy in uncontrolled patients. Thank you.